Live from Vanadil. Limit Break Radio. With your host, and Nero, Callo, Argit Lamp, and Sale. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro, and I'm still on vacation. And I'm Kahlo, finally a transient dreamer. I'm Sale, getting right back into the fray of things. And I'm Arjitlam, who's also on a bit of a break. And I'm Juxtaposition. I'm here, too! No. No? No. Yes. No. Please? No. Well, no. well, well technically, he, he is here, un- unfortunately. I'm here. I just don't want to believe it. Yes. No. Please. No. Been looking a long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely no. <laughs> the way we deal with Juxter on here is uh, one of those problems where if you ignore it long enough, maybe it'll go away. <laughs> Usually, if you throw Gil at it, it'll go away too. Oh, I didn't realize you had Gil to spare. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Joining us this week from uh, the Lakshami server, we've got Sleek. Sleek, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, This is your first time, Sleek, on Limit Break Radio. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Um, I'm from the Lakshmi server. I'm a 75 thief, ninja, and dark knight, currently leveling monk. And that's about it. I I gotta say, good taste in, uh, in, in job choices. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Monk is actually the next one on my list. I know that Scene is going to be disappointed to hear that. She's been uh, trying to get me to level Dragoon. For so- <laughs> every every message has some sort of Dragoon reference in it. And uh, and as much as I do want to level Dragoon, I do. Uh, well, I now you can Mon- do emotes with it, too. Oh, I, I know. Isn't that such a cool little kitschy feature? I love it. I haven't Let's seen any of the moats yet either. I, I really want, want to. Too. And the thing is, is that I partied with the dragoon yesterday. Darn it. I could have seen it. <laughs> now, before we get into Thief, uh, which which is going to be one of our topics this week, uh, uh, going to get real in-depth on Thief, uh, let's just go through uh, personal updates and uh, we'll start with Sale. Well, um, for a long time, I haven't been able to get on, but (laughs) once again, the one day I get on, there's a whirlwind of activity, and ding, ding, 35, almost out of garbage. Congratulations. Nice. Nice. It was really interesting, because last night, um, the second party that I had, garbage was empty. There were no parties. Oh, God. I love- See, it, it's great when you have those old zones that you remember dreading, and now you go back to them, and no one's there, and all of a sudden it's like this really awesome zone. See, now, oh, okay. Experience now, Chain 5, yay! <laughs> if, if, they, if they hadn't uh, done the uh, the respawning adjustment a long time ago, you know how that you used to get bat trains oh, in the middle of Garlage that were yeah. just oh, ungodly? How do you it- find that many mobs? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but even if... Even if if the zone was entirely clear, which it would be about forty-five percent of the time, because you would just have bat trains that would just swarm. It would it would look like a swarm of of just, of just black, black death, and it would just come at you and just Annie's nickname in high school. <laughs> Kala, what about you? What have you? Been oh doing? man, slew of stuff. A slew. I've capped out sword skill in uh, archery, I believe, working on hand to hand. Uh, finally got into doing things in Sky. I've downed each of the gods except for Bayako and missed a Kirin run. 
haven't got anything, just accumulating points right now. Um, beat the Diabolos. It, it 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 took us like eight hours, uh, but but we finally got through it, so that was cool. And probably the biggest thing is I've been planning the Divine Might run with my Link Shell, and uh, the first the first run we we wiped horribly. It's uh, it's a good thing that we had <laughs> it's a good thing we had an extra Pentasphere on us in uh. Major props to Gordor. I was, you know, after our, our strat had kind of, you know, fallen apart a little bit, I was uh, really feeling the uh, feeling the pressure, and uh, Gordor stepped up and uh, helped us revise our plan a little bit, and we went back in, and we're 30 seconds away from setting the new record. Wow. So, yep. Aww. So that, that was really cool. It was uh, it was definitely a major success, and uh, been having lots of fun since. Congrats, man. Sounds I'm, good. Yeah, I'm also, like, 14K away from capping experience now. Now, uh, uh, Arjit, we both said that that we were both on vacation. Would you like to offer up your excuses first? Uh, I've just been really busy. I mean, I did do a little bit. I did uh, do my first Dynamis Juno. We did get the win, but... Congratulations. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I've done a couple uh, jobs below 10 up to 10, just bored and working on getting those up to 10, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I haven't been doing anything either. I've been taking time away from the game. I've needed to. Uh, I've been uh, devoting a little bit too much time recently, so I decided to uh, to scale back my playing a little bit, and uh, and so I've just been you know doing whatever, uh, reading a lot actually. So um, that's that's essentially it. Uh, how, how about Sleek? What about you? Been catching up on some much needed God runs. I think we've done more Kieran since the update than we have in the last three months. Wow! Finally got my Kieran's episode. Congratulations! Wow. Yeah, later. Been a long time coming. Uh, other than that, just uh, leveling Monk up a little bit, and he says it so nonchalant. Uh, yeah, got my episode. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, like most people, most people, honestly, sleek. Most people would get on here and just be screaming that they got their Kieran's episode. Just, just absolutely losing their goddamn mind. And here, sitting here, eh, just got my episode. Well, I was kind of upset that uh, Jailer Love didn't drop our love torque. So, <laughs> jeez. Kahlo is sitting in quiet rage. Yeah. <laughs> we did get envy. both earrings though, so it made a black mage and white mage very happy. Oh, nice, nice. nice. That's that is very nice. Lucky, yeah. That's the the Novio and Novia. Novio yeah. and Novia. You got both of them, really? Yeah. The first time we killed them, we actually got the Torque Novio and Novia all in one drop. But um, that wow. This last time, just two earrings. That's a that's very, a that is a very, very successful lucky. run. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot better than you know an Earth Crystal drop. drop. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I do. You know what? I have a little bit to to contribute to updates. I I didn't get to talk about this, but I did my first salvage run. Oh. Oh, you bastard! Yeah, I did my first salvage run ever, and uh, we went to uh, Bafflow Remnants, and uh, the very first mob that we kill. Enyos leggings drop, and I lotted for them unopposed, and so I've got my Enyos leggings. Uh, I've already got the craft item for it, and I've got more than enough uh, I- Imperial standing to uh, to get my ten, uh, 10 Imperial gold. So, uh, hopefully if I can continue doing uh, some uh, some salvage runs, I can uh, I can hopefully get all three of those drops, maybe. Crosses crosses fingers. <laughs> even though even though the other the other two leg drops are totally unconfirmed. But you know what? God damn it, I was proud. Yeah, lucky you. Yeah. And of so. course he had to come over and uh brag about it to me. <laughs> come on! First mob we kill, I get the drop. Come on. I, I, I don't even think you waited till Selvage was over. You just came over right right when they dropped, didn't you? 
pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else do I have to do? My run has just been completed. It's the, it's the only piece of armor of mine that drops, I, I think. I think that's the only Ares, uh, Ares drop in uh, Bathlau. Except nice. maybe for if you have to kill an M. I, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe one of those other slots. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, is it my turn now? My turn? It's never your turn. Can I go ahead? No. I remember the last time you tried an update and you had nothing. Yeah, nothing. You, yeah, you, you don't care. Right, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you sure, know, yes. put up for him. He, he actually ha- has been getting stuff done. Okay, now Lies. I'm curious. Lies. Okay. <laughs> now I'm curious. All right, hang on. Let's get you. Let's get you situated with a microphone. Here. All right. All Again. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, Jux. What, what? Okay. Well. Since I still really hate the jungle, I decided I'm going to level some of my sub-jobs, which I'm pretty sure me and Kylo decided that it was, um, I don't need Samurai and Puppeteer. I think that's it. That's the only ones I don't need. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm not a red mage. Ross. Anyway, I go back to uh, Windurst for the win, and I'm killing bees, killing vultures, I'm killing everything. Thief 5. Thank you. I'm like, oh yeah, I got Thief 5, Thief 5. Walk up to a crawler, you steal, they missed, but I'm like, I stab, give the crawler stabby, stabby death, and then you go to gank me, so I'm back in Juno, because no one raised me. (laughs) (laughs) He sat around waiting for a raise the entire hour, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was actually the second time you go to gank me. The first time, someone did come by within like the first five minutes, and I got a raise. I was so happy, I was like, yay, raise. I don't think he's been back on the game since then, though. (laughs) The Yagudo ganked his spirit, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gave me punchy death. I was sad. Owned. All right, mic off. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> I had my victory. I'm not sure that that was even a coherent update. Uh, no. You no, know, I don't. But then again. You vouched the, for him. Then well, again. He was leveling thief. <laughs> Well, I guess it's going with the theme. I, I su- yeah, I suppose it's in keeping with with the theme, but but still, that sucked. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> At don't, least I have a mic. Don't make me get Lady Fane back in here. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're gonna need to call her back in here eventually. <laughs> yes, every show. Oh. Well, it's great to have you on the show, Sleek, and of, uh, of course, you know, leveling both Thief and Dark Knight. I mean, there's so many things that we could talk about. Oh, you're telling me. There's so many. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hello, but, Battle of the Egos. But we got to narrow it down to one. And what has been chosen, not necessarily by me. Red Mage! <laughs> <laughs> Sleek, what level is your Red Mage? Just out of, just out of sheer curiosity. One. Um, one. <laughs> that was right. <laughs> Chain spell Dia for the win. Again, again I must uh, I, I must commend you on your taste of jobs. <laughs> okay, so uh, to, to narrow it down, we had to narrow it down to one job, and uh, you know we we did have uh, we did have Kosi on the show. We talked a little bit about Thief Tools, but uh, but let's talk seriously this week about Thief one to seventy five, and then meriting and beyond. Uh, Thief is also a job that I've leveled to thirty seven, and so therefore you know I. I have some 
knowledge base to it. Uh, so, Sleet, why don't you talk us through uh, the the beginning levels of Thief? One to ten. It's kind of kind of a tough stretch there. Um, one to ten, yeah, it's kind of tough for Thief because you don't have the attack power that some other jobs have. But basically, you just do it like any other job. Just work your way through the beginning areas. I've heard that subbing Puppet Master can actually help you soloing all jobs 1 to 10. But uh, I haven't actually tried that myself. Yeah, but, that's uh, that's news to me. But uh, I use for Puppet Master. Yeah, wow. fair enough. But basically, it's same as everything else. Just get your weapon and start whacking away. Probably Sword is better at this point because it'll take you a half hour to kill an easy prey with a dagger. Not to mention your first dagger weapon skill really isn't all that great. No, no, it truly isn't. But skilling up dagger as you go oh. is, is is nice if you haven't done it already. Absolutely. I recommend it. Go between, you know, dagger and sword. And actually, you know, once once you can get dual wield when you sub ninja, if you're going to sub ninja uh, initially with thief, uh, take a dagger and a sword. It, yeah, it is nice to, uh, to, to have a dagger on hand and keep your skills up to date. But. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, 1 to 10, just like every other job. Um, when you finally get to the dunes, though, is when, uh, you know, obviously most jobs come into their own, as we uh, always state. So how does Thief change? Starting at 10, you'll be spending a lot of time seeking party, because uh, <laughs> until you hit 15, you're not very useful. But 10 to 14 is just slow, slow, slow. You just seek party, or you can go and solo, but... There's not much else you can do. You can't do much damage until you hit 15. Then starting at 15, you'll get Sneak Attack, which will deal a critical hit plus a lot of extra damage from behind the mob every 60 seconds. And then you can actually start putting some damage into the party. And um, you have a lot of choices for sub-jobs. You can do you know, Thief Ninja, which is not really very useful until you hit level 20. You could do Thief Warrior, which will give you a little extra attack power. And another one that's quite an interesting combo is Thief Monk, mm -hmm. when you're using hand-to-hand. -hand. is uh, great for boost, sneak attack, and then combo, which will yeah. do massive amounts of damage. Uh, when, when I leveled Thief, because my, my warrior is still only 17... Uh, thief one till I got ninja sub was always with monk, but unfortunately I never actually uh, played around with the hand to hand. And your hand to hand skill is level is like a E ranking, but at level ten there isn't much of a difference. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, no kidding. Combo will out damage wasp sting any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked over at Kahlo and saw him cringe. Wasp sting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, for, from there, really, Thief stays the same until uh, you hit level 30, and then it takes a pretty pretty dramatic change. Once you hit level 30, you are now officially a hate controller when yes. you get Trick Attack. At lower levels, before you get the Assassin job trait, it is nice if you are actually trying to plant hate on your tank, if you have a backup Voker or someone who can take hate for a second, and you could do a sneak attack, trick attack onto your tank, which will generate a lot of damage and enmity. And um, 30 to 32 is pretty much the same thing. You can still sneak attack, trick attack, fast blade is nice. Same thing, combo is still very nice. And um, the, your first useful weapon skill will come at 33 when you get Viper Bite. Yeah, level 30 to 32 as a thief my first time obviously was, was, was awesome. You actually felt like 
you were pulling a lot of weight in the party. Now, as other jobs, when I hit that level with thieves in the party, I dread it because now I'm like, all right, everyone stop for a second so we can teach this guy how to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, actually... <laughs> Funny story, when I first got Trick Attack 2, uh, never, like, I, I wasn't much of a, uh, a researcher of, you know, my job abilities and whatnot. I get them, I play around with them. Total noob, didn't know that Trick Attack was, was used for planting hate. So the first Trick Attack I ever threw was on the, uh, the Bard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is why your hate for the Bards have been solidified <laughs> You know what? No, no, no. <laughs> that might have been it. That's the... No, that, that... That's the reason that Flip gets everything awesome and you don't. Karma. <laughs> it is. It's true. Oh, man. <laughs> I hate you, Flip. <laughs> Okay. Hey, just a side note on Sada. If you're a tar white mage, never stand in front of a Galka tank because we just can't see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? That's what's funny, too. When you have a Taru tank it, and, and, and no one's in the way, it seems like you always manage to miss Sada. But if you have a, a Galka tank and a Taru mage happens to get in there somehow, every single time you will it's hit that Taru. always on the mage. Yep. You will always, always hit that Taru. <laughs> Um, also, uh, the, you know, a couple other things that you get in between those levels that uh, we didn't mention. You obviously get your treasure hunter, first treasure hunter job trait at level 15, which is why most people level thief just to get the TH. You get uh, you get flea, which, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> Things you know, go wrong. Run away! <laughs> uh, obviously, you know, in, in party situations or when people think of thief, you know, that's probably, oh, big deal, flea. But as a thief, God, I love that ability. You also get, you know, steal way back when and, uh... Also, Mug, too. 33 through 59, Sleek, is uh, about the next uh, little changes, so, so to say, in the job. So why don't you tell about those? 33 to 59, like I said, you get Viper Bite. And after you get Viper Bite, get used to it because you're going to be using it for a long time. Viper Bite will last you until at least 59. You can even push it to 64. But um, from 33 to 59, it's all the same. Just the only thing that's different is the gear. And as you're doing it, you are going to want to learn how to gear swap and do it often. Yeah, don't don't wait until you're 75 to start getting into gear swapping. I made that mistake, too. You know. I, I, waited, I waited far too long to, to get alternate gear. And I paid for it. I paid for it for, uh, for a long time by mm-hmm. doing crappy damage. And- mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, level 60 is actually... When I'm telling people about the job, you know, 15 to 30, you do damage by yourself. You hit 30, you have to learn how to do SADA. And, and, and for some people, it's really hard to finally get it down because there's a lot of different strategies depending on the type of tank you have. And then once you get to level 60, I tell people what everything you just learned, throw it out. Sleek, you want to go ahead and uh, take Assassin from here? Yep. You no longer need a backup Voker. You can now plant hate on the tank and do damage at the same time. If you go behind the tank when the tank has hate, you can do a trick attack weapon skill and then go behind the mob and do a sneak attack for an added 200 or more. And you can do your own damage as well as putting hate on the tank. Yep. Yep, the uh, the assassin trait. A lot of people, and, and a lot of people obviously, you know, don't know about it either because most other melees level thief to thirty seven for subs, so they never know about the assassin. Yes, and, it's and true. Exactly. I, so yeah. people look at, you know, they're they're looking for group or whatever, and they're like, all right, well, we have a thief or a Sam thief. 
well, let's get the Sam Thief because he has Thief subs. We can do everything. Right, yeah, no. Right, yeah. But, but what you don't realize is because of Assassin, we basically get an extra, you know, nice little crit in there. Before you get Assassin, if you do Sneak Attack by itself, three, four hundred normal. Trick Attack by itself, about a hundred. With Assassin, though, that puts them both on even grounds. So by using Sneak Attack in conjunction with Trick Attack, you're just throwing out some extra damage there. I, I, I mean, I still have the Sada macro, but I no longer use Sada. It's Sneak Attack and Trick Attack, both separate. And that's where um, equipment swapping really comes into play, because oh. Sneak Attack and Trick Attack are governed by different kinds yeah, of stats. absolutely. That's when you're going to want to get your Dex and Strength macros for Sneak Attack, and then you want to get Enmity, Strength, and Agility for Trick Attack. Yeah, there's not a lot of lower-level gear that you can get with Enmity, but it'll help with your Trick Attack. Because if you're trick attacking, chances are you're trying to put hate on somebody. Mm -hmm. And added enmity will put more hate on that person. Yeah, there's been so many times that I've had to explain to people why a lot of thief gear at the higher-ups has enmity on it. And uh, 60 to 65, Sleek? Well, here is a big debated issue, which is Dancing Edge versus Viper Bite. Everybody says, oh, I got Dancing Edge. That's great. That's my new weapon skill. That's what I'm using. But, as far as I've seen, Viper Bite will still take you to 64. It will keep you constant, whereas Dancing Edge is accuracy-based. So you might hit one for 700, you might hit one for 100. But Viper Bite will be a consistent five, 600 every time. Mm -hmm. Because Sneak Attack and Trick Attack are based on Dex and Agility. Whereas Dancing Edge is highly dependent on accuracy. Now, if you're gearing yourself towards dex and agility to max out your sneak attack damage, then it basically goes with Viper Bite. Whereas if you're doing gear swaps to change into all sneak attack, trick attack gear, you might not have that accuracy you need to pump out a huge dancing edge. That was a big problem for me when I first got dancing edge. It was actually, it, it almost caused me to do a permanent job switch because... Before, when I was using Viper Bite all the time, I was doing, you know, putting out a lot of damage, and I finally get to this level where I can use Dancing Edge, and I was gaining TP a lot slower because I didn't have a lot of accuracy. I mean, I was up to, like, plus 50 in Dex and, like, plus 30 in Agility with all of my gear and whatnot. Get Dancing Edge, and I was doing far less damage. It was at that point that I started looking into accuracy and getting more uh, boost through equipment like that, and that's when I decided... Need a scorpion harness, need a life belt, and uh, finally started putting out some more decent numbers. But that's really only a, a, a problem until you get your dagger skill higher, right? I mean, as you level, you can use Dancing Edge more effectively the higher your dagger skill is, because the higher your skill is, the higher your accuracy. Right, right. But also, like, uh, when, when this whole thing with me was going on, we were fighting, uh, I was primarily leveling off of Toramas in, uh, oh. in the Labyrinth of Anzozo. And I'm telling you, man, I, the samurai would put off four or five weapon skills, and I'd still be at 60 TP. I felt so much like yeah, a noob. Yeah, but, but the, but the Taramas out there, I mean, their evasion is so I high. I, I mean, you can't, you can't judge on that, you know? Yeah, but still, you know, make, make sure you, in, in, in 50 decks, 30 agility, maybe putting in a little bit over the edge. You yeah, know, I, yeah. I didn't mind swapping some of that out for some accuracy gear, but fair enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, 65 to 75, the final stretch. All right, well, you'll now have Shark Bite, which is the number one weapon skill. 
this is where it gets fun. Yeah. Endgame and TP burns when you're fighting VT mobs, Dancing Edge can still out damage it, but normal XP parties from 65 to 75, you're going to be using Shark Bite all the time. Mm -hmm. It's a two-hit weapon skill, and your first hit, obviously, is going to be a critical, and if you can hit a critical on that second hit at the same time, the, the numbers are just massive. Oh yeah, my uh, my best shark bite was in Kedarvamire when I, I think I, it was the level that I got it. Given we had a bard in the party, but I hit like a 2.3k shark bite with a 2.3k light skill chain. Wow. It that's I mean, that's awesome. impressive, yeah. Two times in a row, too, in that party. Wow. It was great. Wow. Now, if only that can happen every time. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. uh, yeah, definitely. Now, um, Sleek, uh, I've read, too, that Dancing Edge, because obviously Dancing Edge is dexterity and charisma-based, but as thieves, and that being our only real charisma-type skill, you know, it's not something that we tend to, you know, pump up with charisma, but I've read places that, peop that thieves who equip, like, bard-type gear can pump out, like, 3 to 4K Dancing Edges. Yes and no. The way that the actual skill chain formula is calculated as far as your damage goes takes both of them into account, meaning that if you have 50 decks and 50 charisma, it'll be the same as having 100 decks. Okay. Just because of the way the formula works. If they have the same um, calculation, like if it's 30% and 30%, then the way the formula works is if you have them both the same, it'll do the same as doubling up on one. So I never really worried much about charisma. I just would boost dex and strength as high as I can get it because strength is also a hidden factor in all weapon skills. So essentially any of the weapon skill modifiers that you have, no matter what attribute, it, it, take for example strength and intelligence for spinning slash, all that matters is the amount that you add to both strength and intelligence, and it counts it as this, it, it, it pretty much weighs it as the same, correct? Yeah, and not only that, the when you add strength, if you add 10 strength, you're also adding 5 attack. So that right. factors in also. Yes, and also there's, uh, uh, there's calculations out there that I've seen that the damage curve that you create is dependent on your strength versus uh, whatever you're fighting's vitality. Yes, that is true. So, so I mean, and the, any weapon skill. I'm sure there's a cap somewhere. I don't know exactly where it is. I think the highest I boosted my thief up to is 67 plus 69 strength. That's and that impressive. Might, that might be a little overkill because I don't know where the cap is, but I, I can throw out a almost 2K shark bite on behemoth with it so wow wow nice. yeah see that was always something i worried about when i found out that uh that that dancing edge was charisma dexterity based because i'm like i don't want to go around looking for charisma so i'll just try and boost dexterity as much as i can and hope that it compensates so uh so that's uh that's good that's uh it's nice to know yeah so basically it's just finding the equipment that has higher numbers mm -hmm. for whichever important stat you have or a combination of the two and using that to uh, give yourself the best edge that you can. Right. There's so, also stuff that kind of goes into um, a different, like, magical area of it, such as guillotine is charisma-based, correct? Or mind-based? I believe it's strength yeah. in mind. If strength I'm... in mind. Yeah. And the mind has more an effect of um, the silence. 
So ah. if, if you want your weapon skill to silence the mob, then yeah, you might want to buff up on mine. But yeah, absorb mine before uh, strength. Before you yep. hit the guillotine. Yeah, yeah. Certain weapon skills do have uh, certain statuses on them. So good. All right, nice. So um, since we are speaking of stats, uh, why don't we go over the important stats and the key gear for thieves to be looking out for? Basically, until you can start buffing up on a lot of strength gear, you're going to want to go dex and agility all the way for your weapon skills. Mm -hmm. um, great items for this are, of course, leaping boots or bounding boots, which weren't really an option when I was leveling, but they're rare EX now, so it's definitely campable. Same with uh, Emperor Hairpin and Empress Hairpin. Definitely a great piece of gear. Uh, Scorpion Harness, of course, for accuracy. Along with the life belt. Oh yeah, life belt. I hear a lot of people are always complaining about their AF too, and and when I see posts on forums, it's always you know why does AF you know relic etc cetera, etc cetera, you know suck so much? Just because yours sucks doesn't mean it all does. I think the only piece of my normal AF that I well that I didn't use at first was the head, obviously. But I mean, gloves give dexterity plus three. That's a great one for you to use. Uh, pants will last you a pretty long time with the agility plus four, right? Yeah, so, so those are some really good ones to uh, to watch out for. And also, obviously, rings and earrings. Yeah, I mean, the the Thief AF is okay. And if you're trying to steal, it's great. I equipped, like, three pieces, I think. But the Relic is amazing for Man. enmity generation. Every single piece has enmity on it. And I think I can get to 28 enmity stacked onto a weapon skill. And when you're trying to keep hate on a tank... Sometimes stacking the enmity will give you a lot better effect than doing a little bit of extra damage with any other stat. That reminds me of my uh, my favorite pickup line for female tanks. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, well, well, obviously, you know the uh, the number varies, but uh, we'll just take uh, we'll take Sleek's number here, uh, for example. Uh, so you know, you walk up and you go, "Hey, baby, I got 28 enmity on my gear. Want a sada?" That's oh, horrible. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's <laughs> yeah? Yeah? Well, guess what? Guess what? It's worked before. So how you like that? <laughs> All right. Um, now, uh, when we were going over levels 1 through 10, obviously, uh, and through the dunes, we, we, we briefly talked about what subs to use. But now that you're at endgame, you're level 75, obviously you have a lot more choices and a lot more things are coming into play in terms of job traits and job abilities. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about what sub jobs good thieves should have. The main ones you're going to want are always ninja and warrior. Those will get you through just about everything you need to do. Mm -hmm. Dark Knight is fun to mess around with just to bust out an enormous weapon skill. I've done it a couple times during Limbus. When you're in merit parties too, uh, warrior and ninja is really you know the, the two that you're going to look at. Like I said, I don't have warrior, so a lot of people cuss me out most of the time because I'm I'm gimping their damage. <laughs> Roth, but but you know a, a couple fights later when I accidentally pull one five too many mobs, <laughs> I'm not the one laying on the ground dead. <laughs> so uh, which is it that you're usually subbing, Sleek? I usually sub Ninja, just for the ability to dual wield axes. I uh, dual wield daggers. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, just just for the ability to dual wield daggers. Um, with the ninja sub, you get a dual wield enhancement, so you do attack a little bit faster mm -hmm. than just uh, having one dagger. I did recently, um, when I got my Breeze Gorget, I wanted to try out max damage, and I went out as sub-warrior 
and it was the worst idea ever because <laughs> we, we didn't have a bard, so I was pulling and um, pulling without shadows against BT. Not a good mobs. idea. No, no not and a you great idea. You didn't have your evasion gear on? Um, no. Oh, well, uh, well there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, well, actually, um, why, why don't you tell us? Like, because, like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I, I was really lazy, you know, waiting to get all my gear at level seventy-five. So I'm still trying to accumulate all my gear swap macros. But uh, you, you actually use quite a bit, don't you? Yeah, I have basically a gear swap macro for everything, and I swap in and out almost every piece of gear that I have. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Um, I, you have a total of seven, if I'm correct, which is uh, what my want list is. <laughs> yeah, I have um, a soloing gear set, which is basically um, just evasion gear. Mm-hmm. Which, that's one of the ones that I have. I think I'm up to... Uh, 280 evasion skill that's with a couple merits and then plus 54 for just normal uh, evasion um i have a soloing set i have a pure trick attack set which is mainly enmity generation with a little bit of strength and agility mixed in i have a solo sneak attack set which is strength and dex i have a sata set which is pretty much all strength and dex and a little bit of agility. I have um, a ranged attack macro because if and when you have to pull landing an acid bolt, it will always speed up the battle a little bit. So I have a lot of ranged accuracy in that macro. Let's see, what else? Uh, TP gain? Yes, TP gain. Uh, That's basically accuracy and haste. Sometimes I need to swap in a little bit manually if i'm fighting say a mamulja lurker which is the thief i swap in a lot more accuracy versus a puck where i can do pretty much pure haste yeah yeah that's uh that's the the area that i've been trying to improve on it's getting me more haste gear because i'm a haste fiend i mean i know they say that about every melee but and a steel set which is just basically all steel gear since we're actually getting into the subject of uh ranged attacks soloing gear evasion stuff like that one of the, the, the top reasons that, that I leveled Thief and that I'm a Thief currently is for its solo possibilities. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, Sleek? Uh, thief has obviously amazing evasion, and coupled with evasion gear and evasion skill gear, you can get pretty much not hit by mostly anything mm-hmm. that's reasonably within your level. Have you had um, a chance to uh, go out and play around with the uh, the new Signet effects stacked on as well? I have not, actually. Um, I have fought Easy Praise, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do like about it is, of course, the resting without losing TP. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. when you rest, it's, it's especially amazing for Galkas and Monks, but they have a huge healing MP bonus. Also, make sure, it, you know, obviously, as, as a thief, do not underestimate marksmanship as a thief uh once i mean i used you know to know what don't underestimate marksmanship in general <laughs> I, <laughs> right, yeah I, there you I, go I, I would say that that's probably you know mm-hmm. a, a better statement it's just it can it can be so useful especially with the different kinds of uh with the different kinds of bolts oh, and the status absolutely effects. i mean it's it, you can be just as versatile in your enfeebling and and, and things like that as Almost any mage, especially yep. if your marksmanship is high enough. I, I used to solo as a thief with obviously uh, just evasion gear, and I, I never really used.
used marksmanship, but once I, I did start getting up there because I was going to level ranger, I, I have a ranged attack macro for every type of status effect bolt. I mean, it probably tripled, quadrupled my success rate for soloing. Absolutely amazing. Not to mention, plus you also then increase your damage output because once you have 100% TP, sleep the mob, then turn around and sneak attack it. Exactly. Dual wing, too. Dual wing with a thief. I've I, I've said it before, and uh, Sleek, you might have had... Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't do it with a lot of people, but uh, maybe you can, you know, uh, tell us a little bit on your side. But in my experiences, the best dual wing pair is a thief ninja and a white mage ninja. Definitely, because... Um... Let's face facts, Thief has no other way to keep hate other than putting out damage. Mm -hmm. So when that mage or anything else you're dueling with pulls hate, unless they can hold their own, they're dead. Mm -hmm. And and the reason that that I think that Thief excels in dueling over uh, Ninja Warrior is because the ninja and whoever else they're they're dueling with has no way to pull hate off the ninja if, you know, for, for whatever reason it's needed. Which with Thief, obviously you have Trick Attack. And you can do that and then get it right back with sneak attack, weapon skill, even, you know, just doing steel and mug in rapid succession sometimes can get your hate back. And finally, uh, let's move into obviously one of the, the bigger areas in endgame in general, and that is meriting. Meriting for Thief, you have lots of options, and I think Essie hit it right on the head when they put out the Thief-specific merits. And as far as, you know, sneak attack and trick attack, timers it's not really that useful yeah yeah but maxing out triple attack is great on the others where critical hit rate is you can do that also enmity is great Mm -hmm. for obviously stacking hate like i said before uh magic skills not so much weapon skills. skills obviously dagger yep uh I really want to go Dagger, too, because uh, I want to be able to put out, you know, lots of damage as a thief. But because I have secondary jobs and I want to level, I've uh, I've opted to up my marksmanship since, obviously, it, it definitely helps with thief soloing, which I do a lot of. And uh, I'm doing Ranger and Corsair as my secondary job, so they'll both use it, too. And also, Evasion up isn't a bad idea, either. Yeah, I think I'm at the point where I might de-level Evasion, just yeah. because now I have three jobs at 75, soon to be four. And I'm trying to fit in my merits between hand-to-hand, dagger, greatsword, and scythe. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, I don't solo all that much, so evasion isn't really that important for me. mm -hmm. Uh, Now, what are your thoughts on attributes, too? Because, uh, personally, I've been putting all of mine into strength. Obviously, you know, uh, Thief uses dexterity, but with my gear, I can get up to 50 dex if I want. And agility is kind of... You know, since strength is a hidden uh, attribute in in a lot of different things, that's just what I've been going for. What are your thoughts on that? You know, it's always been my thought, you know, melee do strength, and that's all there is to it. But a lot of people that I've been talking to seem to be more interested in dex for the fact that it'll raise your critical hit rate. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've heard that too. Right, right. And even, even rangers are telling me, you know, they're saying screw strength and they're going full dex. Really? Yep, so either that or they're using combinations of the two. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said before, there there is a cap somewhere on how good stacking strength will be. Right. And if my whole gear set is stacked up on strength, then why not add a couple decks in, in the merits? You know, it makes sense. And I've also heard out there that... Um increasing your chance of getting critical hits is the best way to improve your DOT. Hands down. 
better than increasing your attack, better than weapon skilling, getting higher, you know, higher mm-hmm. modifiers on weapon skills, getting better weapon skill damage. The best way to affect your your DOT and your overall damage is through critical hit rate success. Definitely by far. Oh well, I might I might end up putting a couple into decks then. It's it, it would definitely be a lot quicker than doing all strength. God, attributes take so many merit I points. I know, I know. Oh, I haven't even started attributes personally. Uh, because I, there's I, just so many other things that I want to merit. I, 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 I put, look at it the same, the exact same way. I put one into strength so far. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. Meh. All right, so what are your thoughts then? Uh, like you said, you, you mentioned earlier that SE really uh, hit the nail on the head when giving us our meritable abilities and job traits. So what are your thoughts on those? Which ones have you unlocked, played around with? I have personally unlocked Assassin's Charge, Faint, mm-hmm. and Aura Steel. Yep. Assassin's I, uh... Charge, guaranteed triple attack. Amazing for weapon skills. Yeah. When you get a triple attack on your first hit of a weapon skill, it boosts your damage incredibly. Faint is, um, it lowers the mob's uh, evasion for 30 seconds. When I say it lowers the mob's evasion, it makes the mob's evasion like zero. Oh man, it turns a thief into a dark knight. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody who is planning on doing a weapon skill... Like if you're fighting an H and M or something where you gotta get that weapon skill off for a skill chain, faint will make faint. it so other jobs don't miss. I can't even say how many times I've seen skill chains not go off because, because other jobs miss their weapon skill. Oh, that and and that's oh. that's the most dangerous part of uh, of using a one hit weapon skill is that you can miss mm-hmm. all I mean, or nothing. Yeah, a guillotine. You know, it's it's almost impossible to miss a guillotine or a multi hit weapon skill. It happens. I mean, <laughs> it's <laughs> happened before, I'm sure, but uh, it's harder to miss overall. And uh, yeah, you know, missing one or two from a guillotine, it'll yeah, it'll cut your damage by a quarter or a half, but, I mean, it's better than doing nothing. It should also be pointed out, too, that the cool thing about Faint is that if you like if you activate Faint and miss your next attack, unlike Sneak Attack and Trick Attack, the effect doesn't disappear. You, you have a minute's time to land a hit, even if you do zero damage, to land a hit to give that mob the evasion down. So that's cool. Like, like the first time that I missed Faint, I'm like, oh, 10 minutes. Oh, okay. No, it's still up there. Sweet. So, <laughs> so as long as you put faint up, you know, you're going you're gonna to get evasion down on it. So that's cool. Um, I haven't actually had a chance to unlock Aura Steel or Ambush, but my plan is, since I spend a lot of time behind the mob in, uh, like, Sky, for example, especially, is to put most of my merits into uh, Ambush, since I, I, I can't really see lowering the delay on faint or assassin's charge, you know, those don't seem like crucial going to really, right, you know, save yeah. your life abilities, you know. So mm-hmm, I yeah. think I'd rather have the uh the added accuracy while behind a mob. That's my plan. What does the aura steel do? Oh, it uh automatically gives a dispel effect to your steel. So <laughs> when you steal, if something has something up, it'll dispel it. Now by status by increasing it, when you first unlock it, there's a 20% chance that upon dispelling it, you will also steal that status effect. And every time you merit, yeah. it goes up by 20% to, I think, 80% is the cap sleek. I think you could do four merits in it, so or five merits. So yeah, I think it would oh, be okay. 80% total. On our board, one of our mods, Silight, mentioned uh, that she was a little disappointed with our last episode because usually when we talk about updates, we actually give you know a lot of speculation into what we think is going to happen and whatnot, whereas last time we just sort of listed them all off pretty quickly. So we thought we would go back through some of the 
bigger key points and some of the new changes of the update and uh, you know talk about them a little bit more um the level seven besieged i finally did one which race uh the trolls <sighs> Too weak. Too weak. It's boring. Yeah. It's, it, it, yeah come, but, on, come on. Come on, Square Enix. Thing. You can give us harder than sevens. It's okay. Trolls have always been the easier ones, though. Did, did uh, How hard was I mean, did you get down the uh, the new the big hammer guy? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. And uh, he's got a wicked AoE oh, on him. I would imagine. I mean, I had, I had giants drink up, and uh, and even still with, with full HP... And, uh, and he still he still took me down a couple of times. It was all right. I mean, could have been better. Yeah. All right. So moving on to another really big point, something that people have been pouring a lot of their hopes and dreams and anticipation into is the Nizul Isle assault point. Uh, I haven't had a chance to uh, to go in there myself. Me neither. But uh, but 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 speculation has it is that on these different floors which you know are randomly generated it's like, it's like a real dungeon crawler now is that you know different types of nms in 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 mobs around the world of vanadil spawn in here and so some yep. people are like hey maybe you know this is an alternate way to get some uh some nm drops uh sleek i understand that you have gone up to the sixth or down to the sixth level yes i have it took a whole bunch of tries but we finally got there because we kept on getting screwed over by the light floors. The light floors? They Basically what happens is it's randomly generated and also the uh, objective is ran- randomly generated. Right. So you could have objectives like kill all mobs in the on the floor, uh-huh. or you can have objectives saying kill the boss, or objectives saying kill a specific mob, which mm-hmm. you just keep on fighting until it unlocks. And there's also these things that are light floors, which are the bane of my existence. What they are is some of them are easier, but there is one floor that everybody has to find this certain lamp and click it, which is no problem. Everybody does that. You go up to the next floor. There's another one that says light all the lamps, which there'll be a certain amount of lamps. You, everybody runs around, finds them, lights them up, and they go up to the next floor. Uh. Now, there's this one last one that says light all the lamps in order. Oh! <laughs> and wow. if there's five lamps, which is the one that we got on the first floor, uh. basically you have to have very, very good organization. And even if you do, it's still tough. Because you might say, okay, well, this is the order that we're going to start with. Do you know how many combinations there can be? Yeah, exactly. I was just going to ask, if, is there any way to identify which which order they should go in? Yes. If you oh, have all five people click it, first of all, you have to know the order that they were clicked in. And then if your light lights up and stays on, that means you were in the right spot. Wow. But just the fact that it takes all this organization and people just sometimes get click happy. <laughs> and, right. you know, <laughs> you could be like, okay, well, I'm going to go first and someone might click it before you. And then right. you go, yeah. okay, oh, well, it, mine didn't light up. I'm not in first. But you could have been in first. It's just that somebody clicked it before you. <laughs> <laughs> not looking forward to light floors. Yeah, And you only have not. 30 minutes, which means that you have to get up to the fifth floor and beat it in 30 minutes. Now, on average, how long would you would you say a floor takes? It's completely random, though. Because if you get a light floor, you could take 15, 20 minutes on one floor, and then yeah. you're kind of screwed for the next couple floors. You get 
kill a specific mob, you could run up to the first mob, kill it, and they say, okay, it's unlocked, go up. But if you don't complete the floor, then you completely lose everything you had. So wow. if you get up to the third floor and say, okay, let's try the third floor, and you don't finish it, then you get kicked out. If you go up to the third floor and say, okay, we're done, we can't get any more done, and exit, you'll still get the tokens that you need to go to the next area. Ooh, yeah, definitely there's, there's a lot of uh, involvement in this. Sort of, not really, kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Weird. I'm, I'm anxious to see it. Now, Now, what are some of the bosses that are in there? Because I've heard that the bosses can be uh, quite Let's out see. there. On floor three, we found um, a whole bunch of NMs. We got Jaggedy or Jack, uh, Big Bomb, and they will all drop something respective to their normal drop. Really? Jag- Jaggedy or Jack will drop a question mark necklace. But for anyone that knows Assault, once you go redeem that thing, it's 99% of the time useless. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I think we ended up getting a feather collar off Jaggedy or Jack. Yeah, yeah it's what uh, about that 1% though. Yeah. On, the, uh, on, on the wiki, it says that usually the, uh, uh, the, the type of stuff that you, you know, once getting it uh, identified, that it usually ends up being the same type of items that you would get from all the other normal assaults. Oh, so, bummer. You 1%. do have that chance to yeah. get yeah, yeah, you a never rare know. drop. You never know. I mean, I have uh, seen I've on seen floor 20 is basically the three ground NMs, Behemoth, Adamantis, and Fafnir. Yeah. And from what I can tell, it looks like pretty much confirmed that the floor 20 NMs will give you the feet for the new set. Yeah. Which I've are the, the uh, Azkar and the other ones. Goliard and those. Denali. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the the level 20 mobs will give you the feat for that set. The level 40 mobs, which are the same Behemoth, Adamantis, Fafnir, Mm -hmm. will give you the legs. And I could only assume with the rest, maybe gloves at 60, right at 80, and body at 100. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Now, what's disappointing is that all of this gear is crap. Yeah, like, as a set, it's meh. At, At best, you know, depending on your job, one or two of them might be okay. But there are certain pieces that shine. Mm, not, at least not, not in the Ascar. Not in the Ascar set. I wouldn't use one of them. The only equip that I would use is uh, the feet until I got Hecka feet. That's it. So uh, we we mentioned in the, in the last episode that some new changes have been made to the Chocobo Hot and Cold game, and um, they have added a new Chocograph area, which is uh, the Dunes. I think Valkyrm Dunes and Bubu Rimu. I so, have no idea what that means, and if I cared... Yeah, I've, uh, I've briefly uh, looked over, like, you know, some of the rewards from digging, and it doesn't look like something I'd spend my time with, but, you know, we might uh, might cover it eventually, who knows, for the chocobo-ers. So, uh, um, also, I uh, I checked out Venture Roll, alright, and basically what it is, is is it's like a, uh, it's like a blackjack, sort of. Really? Except with dice, yeah. Uh, what it is, is, you know, there's there's various tables all over... You know, the major cities, and um, you can play, depending on the table, anywhere from two to four people, right? Right, yeah. And you can bet anywhere from, like, th- like 300 up to 10K. It depends on the table. Gil. Right, again, like, like, you can't go to any table and be like, all right, me and, you know, ours are going to play for 500 gil. Certain tables have, you know... Limits. Have limits, right. right. So, the only uh, 10K table is the one in the uh, Marble Bridge right. bar. Yep, and that's two to four people for, you know, up to 10K. And I guess what it is, is there's an initial roll, like an additional dice that's rolled, right? And um, then, you know, you place your bets or whatever. And from there, you roll your dice, 
and try to get as close to without going over 11 as you can. And, you know, obviously the only dice that you can see is the first one that was rolled. So then from there, you just got to kind of, uh, you know, kind of go with it. Interesting. So, yeah, I might try to take some people's money here in one of these days. But All right, so how about the dark spells? Have, uh... Yeah, um, I, I know, you know, last week we didn't we didn't really cover these real well. And uh, Sleek, since you're a uh, 75 Dark Knight, I, th- I think, I don't know, the, the assessment of Drain 2 that I gave, that's pretty straightforward. Uh, your max HP increases by however much you drain over your normal HP. And, it, of course, uh, Drain 2 is also an increased amount of HP that is drained. Um, now, Dread Spikes was the spell that I did not explain correctly. And, uh, and, and Sleek, why don't you fix my screw-up? How does Dread Spikes work? Okay, Dread Spikes, basically, when you put them up, they will take your HP, your max HP at that time, and divide it by two, and that's how much damage you will absorb. Now, they are magical, so certain mobs will be resistant to them, like bats. They don't work on undead, but if you get fully unresisted, you're basically, whatever the mob hits you for, that's what you're draining from them. So you basically absorb the damage that you're taking, and it gets piled onto your existing HP. Basically, you're getting hit for it, and you're draining that amount, so it's just keeping you steady while you're getting hit. Plus, stacked with drain, too, if you do that first, it'll boost your max HP, so you can your dread spikes will take more damage before wearing off. For when uh, you know the Dark Knight accidentally takes hate in, in party situations, it's definitely something that'll keep you alive a little bit longer than, yeah, than right. usual. Yeah, and, and soloing, too. It presents some new uh, options for uh, Dark Knight to, to solo uh, more effectively. <laughs> Um, now, obviously, th- there were a lot of a lot of uh, big announcements as for the NMs that have been turned into forced pops. Uli Kumi for one. Um, with my Sky Shala, I think we farmed for about an hour and didn't get any drops. But uh, Flipperfeet said that uh, him and his Link Shell farmed them for like uh, a whole day or a weekend or something, and they have like twenty of them. Wow. Like, I think they got, I don't know, two an hour or something like that. Or no kidding. Something like wow. that. Yeah, they, uh, it, it, I guess it's pretty good. They fall off of both the mobs in his old room and also from the uh, Enkidos. The Enkidos, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, which are near um, the spawn point for uh, Zipaknar. So, um, so, I still don't have my thief's knife. No? No. <laughs> I don't know how long I've been farming for this item now. I mean, there's only like seven to eight people in the temple at a time now, so it's not that hard to get claims on pursuers anymore. But it's that, just I, bad luck. Yeah. Since stupid Sleek apparently got his on his first kill. What? Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Tell the story. Mr. I D- walked into the me. temple of Ugalep. First kill, dropped the lantern, and then there were about, this was the first night that it came out. So there were about 30 people that were all standing around the little boxes in Sozu's room waiting to pop it. And my macro just nailed it right when it came up. I was in and out of the temple in about 15 minutes. Yep. Wow! There's a, there's a, once you pop Sozu and then, uh, and then kill her, there's a 15-minute period before the triple question marks pop back up. So lucky you. <laughs> and then these, uh, these other three I haven't had any, uh, any experience with. Big Bomb, Alkalonius, and Polis. Yeah. No? No. Nobody? No. I know that uh, you caved in and bought your uh, policy. I did. So. I did. I, I, had, I had money to burn and nothing else to buy. 500k, I could do it. All right. Sweet. At least um, you weren't spending 8 mil on a thief knife the day after the update. Uh, <laughs> or 1.5 1, or mil on the O-coats after someone instructs you not to. No O-coats. <laughs> 
Um, the Cassie Earring now... Hey, hang on, hang on. Take this minute and take a couple swipes at Bootstrap, Juxta, because you can. What? No, 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 you can take take a couple of swipes at Bootstrap, because it was Bootstrap that bought the yes, Oakos, right? Yes, it was, after both me and Juxta told... You know, I even said to her, I goes, wait, just wait like three days. And she goes, okay, I'll do that. And she didn't. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, I you, you have free reign. I actually turned on your mic. Because I know, I know you and Bootstrap are friends. We're, so. we're going to let you burn her on air. Do it. This isn't a joke, is it? Like, my mic is actually on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Hello, Bootstrap. More like Nubstrap. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, P.S. Talon, you rock. That's all. Huh. We give him lots of time, and that's all he comes up with. How do you screw up everything? <laughs> what, what? He tries. We gave I... you free reign. No restrictions. Every time. Every time. Oh, that was a good one, right? Oh. No. No, not really. <laughs> well, sorry. Kyle kind of, like, stole all I was going to say anyway, so it wasn't left for me to Hey, fix. hey, why don't you complain a little bit more, hmm? So Kyle was keep talking. <laughs> Shut like, up. <laughs> okay. You know, your, mic, to. your mic's not on anymore. It's you've, you've I, lost I, that privilege. I imagine as such. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so, Jack. Can I see your shield for a second? <laughs> so uh, the the Cassie earring, um, in, in in conjunction with the circuit ring and Juggernaut, have all been given alternate means to uh, to obtain them. The Cassie earring now drops in Horlace Peak, uh, unrestricted, contaminated Colossum. Circuit ring drops from Operation Desert Swarm, and the Juggernaut drops from Early Bird Catches the Worm. Juggernaut, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, uh, all right. Sorry. So that about uh, <laughs> didn't see that one coming, did you? That about wraps up uh, uh, the rest of the update and whatnot. Was there uh, was there anything <laughs> anything you guys wanted to add? No. No. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think that wraps it up um, uh, concerning uh, everything about the update. Um, and, and, and really, I think that just about wraps it up for the show. Uh, we, we do, and, and a couple of people have commented on this as well. Uh, we didn't get to emails or adventure of the week for, uh, last week, but we do have some this week. So, uh, why don't we take a look at, uh, at emails? All right. Our first email comes from JT, a retired Final Fantasy XI player hoping to return someday. And he writes, hello, gentlemen and juxta. Let me first say this. I've been listening to your incredible show. Why? Wait a minute. He addressed Juxta specifically. He did. He that, did. That, that's but, cool. But it's okay because he said gentleman and Juxta. If he's not part of the gentleman part, then so I, so yeah, yeah it, it definitely wasn't a compliment. Yeah, JT, we'll, we'll let you slide this time. But uh, obviously, I'm better than gentleman. <laughs> let me first say this: you're I, not a sure, sure Juxta. <laughs> Go ahead and believe what you want. So JT has been listening to, uh, as he says, our incredible podcast since late October of 2006, and we have made him love Final Fantasy XI more than he ever thought possible. It says, I used to play Final Fantasy XI two years ago as a warrior and white mage, but never got higher than level 23 with either job. But the Final Fantasy gods saw fit to put your show in my path, and I just want to say thanks to you guys. I'll be returning to Vanadil as soon as my semester is through. Now guys, forgive me, because surely this is not the place to ask, but uh, would it be possible to do a show for returning players like myself, who have had a year or more absence from the game? You know, kind of a noob, how to make more of a refresher course on basics, and maybe, just maybe, you could throw a poor juxta a bone. Nah, keep him in his cage. My humble thanks, JT. P.S. Kahlo, nice verbal sada on Annie to end episode 18. (laughs) 
<laughs> that episode is just going to live in infamy. <laughs> and, uh, and actually, JT, to answer your question, we have done an episode where we do uh, talk a little bit about um, some of the beginning stuff in the world of Final Fantasy and uh, different new things like that that would definitely give you a little bit of a refresher on how to get back into the swing of things. But by far, the absolute number one resource that I have to recommend, ffxcyclopedia.org. If there's anything that you need to know, it is on that website and hopefully now in three different languages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, another great uh, community site that you can check out uh, and, and is definitely worth going to, ffxionline.com. Uh, they have uh, wonderful message boards over there, great community, and could answer any questions that you have. And also uh, our community that we have at LimitBreakRadio.com. Uh, we have a full-on message board. Feel free to register and post and ask as many questions as possible. Nobody's going to bite. But uh, but but definitely uh, check out some of those resources. And, and maybe, I don't know, maybe in the future, because playing and then leaving for a while and coming back, it is kind of tough to get into the swing of things. It is really daunting, uh, especially when you start talking about, uh, you know, about newer additions to the game that, uh, you know, are, you have not even been clued in on it, it, it can be really difficult to get in uh, back into the swing of things so ffxcyclopedia.org and ffxionline.com and also our website mm-hmm. uh, we also have a second email uh, our email comes from sunsu from the garuda server i just like to say that i love your radio show i listen to it all the time whenever i'm not playing final fantasy 11 i want to ask how you're able to choose the jobs you play with I'm stuck choosing between Thief and Summoner, which are completely opposite jobs, and would like to get rid of those pies that are sitting in my mog house. Oh, and on a side note, you can't dual wield knuckles. Keep the radio show going because you guys are great. (laughs) I forgot about that email. Another obligatory (laughs) jab at Sabutaro. But, uh, oh, how did we choose our jobs? Um, Experimentation. That's what chose it for me. Arj, I'm curious. What made you decide... To make a career out of getting hit in the head. I just like being a tank. No particular reason, just like... I mean, I like the uh, story of how a paladin is, all chivalrous and protecting people and stuff, and that's how I am, and that's what I wanted to do. Well, now, see, now here's my question. When you're sitting at level 30, and obviously uh, I'm assuming you leveled warrior first. Yes. And now you have this big decision, you can go anywhere. You can play any job as long as you can unlock it. So, what made you decide at level 30, as a warrior, to be a paladin? Actually, I uh, decided uh, almost when I got the game that I wanted to be a paladin. So, before it was way long before level 30 when I decided to be a paladin. Fair enough. All right. Kind of like how I decided to be a black mage right away. I've always known that I've loved to um, help aid people in taking down mobs faster. There's just something about seeing uh, large explosions and magic bursts and huge numbers going up that makes me smile. What about you, Kahlo? What, what, what made you uh, decide Thief? Because for a while, Thief was not your original job. That's right. Originally, I was actually a monk from Sandaoria. And uh, uh, as the story goes, Akeem, uh, you know, my, my best and longest friend, is like, hey, you want to come to Winters with me? And I'm like, all right, cool. And he left me there. <laughs> this is at like level 14 I didn't know how to get back so I saw fit to just uh, make a new character <laughs> Winder seemed like a, a, a nice enough place and um, 
stabbing things as opposed to punching them and taking things as opposed to leaving them is just a lot more fun. <laughs> so, plus, uh, a thief doesn't really get too expensive till later in the game. That was something that I was struggling with with other jobs is that, uh, you know, it, it takes quite a bit of money. So uh, I like taking it as opposed to giving it. Um, Dark Knight was a, was a pretty easy decision for me. When I started the game, I started, of course, leveling Warrior, because I like, uh, you know, no matter what game I play, I like playing a melee class. And so yeah, I, I played around with Warrior, and I, yeah, I kind of liked it. And I started doing research into the other jobs, because when I picked up the game, uh, I, I actually, I, I knew nothing about it. I was basically playing blind. It was in the days before sites like FFXcyclopedia. And, um, and I remember having the Brady Games Strategy Guide and sitting down and reading it almost cover to cover for Final Fantasy XI. And so when I read up on all the jobs and I read up on Dark Knight, you know, doing high amounts of damage and using black magic, big swords, scythes, <laughs> sign me up. And uh, what about you, Sleek? Well, I actually started as a warrior just because I like doing damage. And then when I got to 30, I went right to Dark Knight. And... Um, I took that up to 54 and then started Thief as a sub-job. Never if, put it down after that. If there's ever a time to stop leveling Dark Knight for a while, it's at those mid-50s <laughs> levels, because those are just a pain in the ass to get through. Pretty sure that's for everything except Bard. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or Red Mage. <laughs> yeah, so I started leveling Thief, and with Thief, it's just a natural progression. You get one thing, and then you're so close to getting the next. I got Sneak Attack, or I want to get Trick Attack. Got Trick Attack, I want to get Viper Bite. I got Viper Bite, I want to get Treasure Hunter 2. And then, you know, it just from <laughs> one true. thing to the next, it just keeps you going. Um, can, can I do mine? No. Oh, come on, please. No! <laughs> when, do, <laughs> when do you expect to get a yes answer? I never do, but it's just easier for me because I don't have to yell as loud when I talk. <sighs> well, He's going to be in. on the show one way or the other. Why do you always say well, that? Look, 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 look. All right. If we don't let him, he keeps complaining and he doesn't shut up. If we let him, he at least shuts up for a little while after that. But what if we fire him and then kill him and then fire him again? <laughs> Will that do it? No, we, I think we'd him. have to hire him before we can fire him again. <laughs> He's at least good for a couple laughs. <laughs> what? Go. How did you choose Red Mage? Okay, well... Me, my play style. I stopped caring. <laughs> oh, you're an ass. <laughs> okay, okay, for real. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I typically enjoy like supporting my my party rather than doing lots of damage at one time. Like, I never found that I could ever do like the most DPS or be like the main center star. So, and I I never really like doing that. So I always like being like the supporting actor kind of this thing. And after I like was reading up and like reading some stuff on red mage and how versatile it is but how they like don't like do a lot of stuff i don't know i just really liked how you could like do lots of stuff and still help people but like uh, i chose red mage you know <laughs> you lost my interest again just i have to do something i know uh, i have a question now that, that that doesn't make a lot of sense um you like being the supporting actor so you chose Red Mage. <laughs> Who is the biggest diva out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
okay, that's that's them. That's them. I'm not like that. I'm just like I just want to help the party. So I always throw up the debuffs, and I sound really weird. <laughs> what are you doing Jack to stop. me? Okay, okay. I just did it for the hat. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes no. out finally. <laughs> It's true. It's true. What is in my what is head? In my head? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This is too much fun. <laughs> I like playing with silence. <laughs> He's freaking out. <laughs> this parole was in my head. In my head. In my head. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too fun. That was just so boring. I had to do something. <laughs> also, Sun Tzu, by far Thief Over Summoner, no contest. Uh, I'll agree with that. Uh, thief Over Summoner. <laughs> Do you want Do you want your mic? <laughs> <laughs> it worked! It worked! Chuck says I'm the floor in the fetal position. <laughs> My Thank you. It hurts so good. <laughs> oh, that was too funny. I think that takes care of uh, of the emails. Good job, Joxa. Thank you. Wow. My poor, <laughs> poor sides. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, we're about to wrap it up. We uh, we do have an uh, adventure of the week this week, don't we? Uh, yes, we do. And actually, Sale's going to do us the honor of reading it today. So, uh, Sale, go ahead, uh, adventure of the week. All right, this adventure of the week comes in from Mazias, and it's about a fellow adventurer named Kaysen in the Ragnarok server. This isn't exactly an in-game exploit, but a mention of a wonderful adventurer regardless. My good friend Kaysen and I both live in Texas. However, we both live on opposite sides of it. Texas is huge. Anyways, I fell out of a third-story window and broke quite a few bones. Ow. Needless to say, I was bedridden for all of last month and the last few days of January. Kaysen, being told of my plight by a member of our Link Shell, who happens to live by me, decided to bring Final Fantasy XI to my side, even though I couldn't play it. He put all of the Limit Break Radio podcasts up on his iPod and brought me them and let me borrow it. It's a three-hour drive from where he lives to where I was at, and I deeply appreciated his thoughtfulness. Not only did I get to enjoy a taste of Final Fantasy XI while immobilized, but I was also able to enjoy the company of the host's voices. Thank you, Kaysen, and all four of the hosts for making my month spent bedridden not as bad. And he has a personal shout-out to Afro KC for telling Kaysen and Bone Thugs and Harmony for musically keeping him company. Well, uh, congratulations to Kaysen. That's, that's, that's a lot more than, you know, I do for, like, Soul or Gordor. So, <laughs> so and congratulations. Thank you, and thank you, Mazias, for that very, very moving uh, nomination. Yeah, we're, we're very flattered. Thank you so much. And, um, yeah. Limit Break Radio, it, it, it heals open wounds <laughs> and closed ones apparently yeah <laughs> case in uh adventure of the week and uh and wow uh, i mean that that in and of itself defines uh beyond and above the, the exactly. you know, call of duty yep exactly so um i think that uh, i think that wraps it up this week <laughs> yeah right 
No. It's not going to happen. No, you don't think no. so? Uh, no, I'm on to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm Arjalon. Keep listening. <laughs> so he steals the steel. What's next? That was great. A <laughs> little bit early, though. Oh, well. Oh, well. Make sure to uh, check out our website, www.limitbreakradio.com. Uh, sign up on our forums. Our forums just keep getting bigger. Uh, our community there is uh, full of a lot of really nice and helpful people, including uh, those that you hear on the show. Sleek is, uh, is uh, a very uh, big frequenter of our, uh, of our forums. Uh, send us emails, of course, if, uh, if you want to get your email read on the show, then you have to send one. So uh, host at LimitBreakRadio.com. Or to uh, any one of us, in that matter. We each have our own uh, personal emails, including the interns. The interns have their own emails. I don't know. You? <laughs> you don't? Do we? You don't? You never told me that. I gave you one. There's a lot of things we don't tell you, Juxta. What's my you, password? That's what you got to figure out. <laughs> I wonder if I'm in there. <laughs> I've hidden your password. It's at the top of the bookcase. But where is your stepladder? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have gave that to Wally. <laughs> but I think that's it for this week. I'm Nero. Keep listening. And I'm Kahlo. I'm Sale, and I don't need any uh, stolen outros. And I'm Arjit. I'm Lakshmi's number one assassin, Sleek Motorworks. I just want to give a shout out to everyone at Amishi. You guys are all great. And uh, my partner in crime, Keohu. And uh, I guess Silight would probably be pretty mad if I didn't mention her, so. <laughs> can, I, can I get an outro then? Come on. Yeah? Yeah? Why not? We've let him in on everything else he's had to say. No, no, no mic. Oh, come on. No, just just speak loud. Okay. And this is Juxtaposition. And this is LBR. <laughs> So bad. This is such a trend today. Sleek, thank you for joining us. Uh, A very interesting look at Thief, especially with you. Oh, 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 me? I don't even get a name? I'm just you now? I think Took up half the damn episode. I think he's just a little better that you stole his outro last week. And then let Arjit steal it this time. (laughs) (laughs) Bonesword! You know it's bad when you get sadded by a paladin. Tetramaster and Vanadil are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Plan Line are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.